camera's turned a lot sideways, but hey, this is a political show, and politicians are crooked. Let me fire up a stogie while you listen to some Jimmy. Hope everyone's doing good. It's a nice warm January day here in Ohio. Jimmy, thank you. Great guitar player there, that Jimi Hendrix. Hey, welcome to Panic Attack. This is Big John. Follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Truth Social at the real underscore Big John. Also, like, share, comment, subscribe. I'm find a way to like balance this camera out. I should probably do this stuff before I start recording. Considering I knew it was off-center. Off-kilter. That's not going to work either. Oh, well. We'll just do that. That's a little better. Alright, so uh, a few things catching my eye. First and foremost, um, let me refresh this. Lisa Marie Presley, the daughter of Elvis Presley, in case you didn't know that, or Elvis, period, uh, has suffered cardiac arrest. Uh, Obviously, not something we want to speculate on as to how she ended up in this condition, but... 14.3 seconds into this story, into this news cycle, seconds after it happened, uh, everybody started blaming the Fauci ouchie for this. A little light of mine. A little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. I have to plug it in. So. Seconds after this became news. Shit, man. Well, we're just starting out the podcast lovely, aren't we? This is what it is when I don't like to edit. I just like the free flow. Alright, so moments after she has her cardiac arrest, it becomes a myocarditis incident. Oh, well, she must be suffering the Fauci ouchie, must be the curse of the COVID vaccine. And folks, we don't know. Um, We're a week and a half or so, almost two weeks removed from uh, the football player collapsing on the field, which was a, a strange situation I've never seen happen before. 
I've seen guys get hurt. Uh, I have seen players, uh, uh, high school players, as a matter of fact, way before the COVID vaccine, I mean, 20 years ago, have a heart attack on the field. Or he may have been in college. Uh, and, and we've seen players die on the field. We've seen players um, get sick. And it's sad. It's tragic. Uh, but it has happened before the COVID vaccinations. And I hate to, you know, speak this way. Uh, obviously, Lord, be with Lisa Marie Presley right now. Father, put your healing hands on her. I don't know if she's a woman of faith or not, but please, God, let our faith heal her. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Sorry, I had to get that out of the way. Uh, I was really ignorant. I'm sorry, God. I had to say a prayer real quick. That's just the person I am. And I realized I hadn't prayed about this yet. i just been itching to get it out there. Um, before COVID vaccines, before COVID-19, people had heart attacks and what I was getting ready to say is I look at this picture of Lisa Marie Presley and to me she does not look healthy uh, and these are good pictures of her um, I mean they're pictures that are supposed to be good but she looks about 10 years older than what she is uh, I I thought she was at least in her 50s, and I'm right, she's 54 years old. 54-year-olds do have heart attacks uh, and have cardiac arrest, but she, I didn't think she lived like a wild lifestyle. Um, she was married to Michael Jackson at one point, which I wouldn't consider that a wild lifestyle, but... Uh, it was kind of a joke in the 90s. Like Elvis would roll over in his grave if he knew his daughter was married to... How do you know? Elvis and Michael Jackson might have gotten along. Uh, but she looks older than 54. Like the, her, her face is significantly aged. Uh, it, and she was a very pretty girl in the 90s when uh, she first came on the scene... She tried to have a little bit of a music career. Never took off. Um, not saying she was a good or bad singer. It just it just didn't happen for her. You know, Elvis Presley had such a unique voice. Such a deep, uh, amazing, beautiful voice. Uh, and then he had a swagger to him that no one else before him or really since had. Uh, he was a, a white guy who dressed and sang like a black guy. I hate to say it that way, but at that time, that's how it was. The music business and everything was segregated. And here comes this guy who was dressing in, you know, uh, dress clothes, but wide collars, 
over top of his dress jacket, uh, not really wearing a tie. Sometimes he did, but you know, his collar unbuttoned, uh, black and white wingtip shoes, you know, dancing on stage like a, a rhythm and blues singer. And his music originally was called Rockabilly because it was a mixture of this new thing called rock and roll country or hillbilly music, uh, jazz, and blues. Uh, and, and man, uh, the, the movie Elvis, which is on HBO Max and was a hit in the theaters, I had just gotten into it, but I, I'm seeing what this Colonel Parker played by uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, Colonel Parker saw him this... Carney type attraction. It wasn't. He wasn't just a, a singer. Elvis was an attraction. Lisa Marie was never an attraction. So as good of a singer as she might have been, as pretty as she was, there wasn't that unique quality that launched someone like Elvis into the stratosphere. But let's keep praying for Lisa Marie. I really don't care if you think about her. Pray for her. People try to water down the the prayers with with thoughts and prayers. Just pray. Don't be ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. So my boy Derek Carr is Audi like 5G. He has finally uh, admitted that he's given up on the Raiders and the Raiders have given up on him. This is a shame. He was uh, a second round draft pick. I thought he was like a fourth round pick for some reason. But maybe he went so under the radar that it really didn't catch on until the second day of the NFL draft. Or I don't know. But I always watch for the Raiders' first round pick, and then that's about it. Just some lighting here. All right, that's better. Um, but when he was drafted, he was considered the biggest steal of the draft. And he had all kinds of ups and downs, but he was up more than down in his career. He was always in the top five in either touchdown passes, yardage, uh, quarterback rating, passer rating. I don't know how they come up with that mathematical equation all of a sudden, but he's always in the top five in the major statistical categories. He's always towards the bottom in interceptions. This year they complained he led the league in interceptions with like 9 or 10. Dak Prescott of the Cowboys, and some Cowboy fans are growing wary of him, but Dak played half as many games as Derek, and had the same number of interceptions. So to say Derek was the worst quarterback in football this year, far from true. 
this is what statement Derek Carr put out today. I shared a lot of these on my uh, Twitter at the real underscore Big John. So it says Derek Carr QB. That's his handle. Raider Nation, it breaks my heart. I didn't get an opportunity to say goodbye in person. We certainly have been on a roller coaster in our nine years together. From the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful and appreciative of the years of support you gave to my family and me. We had our share of both heartbreaking moments and thrilling game-winning drives, and it was or pardon me, and it always felt like you were there next to me. It's especially hard to say goodbye because I can honestly say that I gave you everything I had every single day in every season and in every off season. It certainly wasn't perfect, but I hope that I was able to leave you with more than a few great memories as Raider fans. Thank you to the city of Oakland for taking us in. Thank you for the city of Las Vegas for allowing us to proudly call you home. Thank you to the organization and my teammates, all my coaches, staff, and everyone that helped these last nine years in those two buildings. Thanks to all of Raider Nation that supported, encouraged, pushed, and uplifted me at different times along this journey. Raider Nation is truly special. I once said that if I'm not a Raider, I would rather be at home, and I meant that. But I've never envisioned it ending this way. That burning inside of me to win a championship still rages. A fire no man can extinguish, only God. So I look forward to a new city, a new team, no matter the circumstances, will get everything I have. Winning a championship is what I've always wanted and what I will continue to work towards. God bless you all and with love. DC four. So yeah, he never imagined getting screwed over by the organization he carried for nine years. With all the turmoil they had last season, one of his teammates killing someone, John Gruden being exposed for the asshole that he is. Derek Carr was the one at the, at the podium, at the microphone. Derek, in 2016, was almost league MVP. And people were saying, had the Raiders made the playoffs that well, they did make the playoffs. But Matt McGlowing was, McGlowing was the quarterback uh, in the one playoff game. But they said had the Raiders made the playoff that year with Derek at quarterback not having broken his ankle, 
the Raiders could have been AFC champions or in the AFC championship game at the least. Derek was going to be uh, NFL MVP if he had not get gotten hurt uh, in the last regular season game or close to it. Uh, he brought the Raiders to a 10-7 and record last year and put them in the playoffs. All nine years, they had one of the worst defenses in football. Uh, Reggie McKenzie, who drafted Derek, didn't take a lot of risks in drafting players. He drafted uh, good players that were good people. He drafted solid talent, but he never took a risk on somebody. Then you have John Gruden and Mike Mayock come in, and John Gruden takes a lot of risks on people. People with risky behavior. People that, well, we think uh, he was misjudged at the combine. We don't think he was assessed correctly. Blah, blah, woof, woof. Things like that. We think we got a better eye for talent than the measuring sticks literally at the combine. Okay. That didn't pan out. There were things that were beyond control, you know, uh, Hobbs, was it Hobbs? Whatever the hell his name was. Uh, Seemed like a good enough kid, but decided to have a few drinks and then see how fast his new Corvette could go on a public street. Not the highway, a, 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 a residential neighborhood. So he plowed into somebody at 160 and killed the person. Um, You know, nobody could have seen that coming. Uh, Damon Arnett, also from that same draft, was uh, the position of cornerback, which the Raiders desperately needed. And He had some little fit on Twitch or Tumblr or some social media. TikTok, I think it was. That was it. I had to go through all the T's. But anyways, he was running around with guns. And saying, you know, you messing with my kid. I'm going to get you. I'm going to come. The boogeyman's coming for you. Whatever the hell he thought he was. So they had to fire him. Uh, why these guys do such stupid things? But I mean, it's a 22 year old with millions of dollars and they don't know what to do. It's that simple. Uh, anyhow, you can hardly blame Derek Carr for things like that. You know, losing the future, one of the, a uh, guy that was going to be one of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL and was becoming a star at wide receiver. Uh, a cornerback who was pretty good, you know, and now, you know, part of the Raiders' defensive problem is they have no corners that can cover people. <laughs> That's a big problem. So you can't blame everything on Derek. 
I blame nothing on him. I think I said a few years ago, somebody that was a guy that was like really into football. Derek Carr is one, one step above a game manager. And I think that is the kind of player that's capable of winning a Super Bowl. The problem is he was just starting to get talent around him, and John Gruden came in and cleaned house. Just starting to get talent around him, and then Gruden's draftees start dropping like flies. So he got some talent around him this year, and... It was situational play calling, which Josh McDaniels is supposed to be known for, was questionable at times at best. And it's almost as if he called weird plays at weird times to make Derek look bad. So, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but old Joe Biden... <laughs> has classified documentation at several of his homes. Scranton Joe, Working Man Joe, Blue Collar Joe, all those nicknames. He has multiple homes. Me, you of us working people have multiple homes. That enough being said one of the homes was uh registered in hunter's name so crackhead hunter and his crack hose had access to classified government documents and so hunter biden let me rephrase that Hunter, crackhead Hunter Biden and his crack hose, uh, potentially underage women that he was fooling with and blah, 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 crack dealers, potentially had information or potentially had access to classified American government information. Some of this involves his relationships with Ukraine. This is all prior to uh, the Ukraine war and the current situation. This goes back to the documentation of when he told the Ukrainian officials, hey, you need to fire that corrupt prosecutor. He's investigating my corrupt son. And well, SOB, six hours later, he was fired. Oh, and also Joe blackmailed or bribed them. Not sure which it falls under. Uh, Joe said, you're not going to get that billion dollars in aid if you don't fire that prosecutor who's investigating my son's shady uh, oil company. But Biden has, uh, at, at several houses, classified government files that he had no business taking possession of. Is this a mistake that all presidents and vice presidents make when they leave the White House? Uh, it could be. Uh, why is this information coming out now? Uh, 
IDK. I don't know. I do not know. But nonetheless, uh, I'm not buying your premium shit epic times. Well, nonetheless, why is this coming out now? Is somebody ready to throw old Joe under the bus and ride out a couple years of President Kamala? I don't think the United States can survive a couple years of President Kamala. Uh, Frankly, um, I don't know how we've survived President Biden so far, but we're getting along because we're Americans and we're strong. But these folks are dandy. Uh, on my news feed, and I, the news article that I had pulled up on it was um, was a uh, Epic Times article, and I don't have a subscription, so we had to skip that. But Carrie Lake has had one of her court cases expedited by an appeals court. She's appealing... Her election loss to the former secretary, now governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs. And there have been cases where courts have ordered a new election. Uh, I don't know how far after the election certification process the new election was ordered or any of that. But it has been ordered at times that there be new elections. And you know what? You know, these Republicans take flack for fighting for what they believe in. You know, we had a four-day standoff with 20 Republicans that wouldn't give in to their, to the whims of the rest of the Republican conference in the United States House of Representatives. I held out for two years, actually against the liking of my own Republican Party. (laughs) Two years compared to four days. Imagine, no wonder I was having panic attacks that I thought were heart attacks. Uh, But this is nothing. This is what the United States is supposed to be. You're supposed to fight for what you feel is fair, whether you feel there were so many improprieties or malfunctions of election machines, irregularities during the election that affect that it affected the outcome. You're supposed to fight for what you believe is right. And it's okay when Democrats fight the fight. But when Republicans fight our fight, oh, we're, we're terrible. We're, we're trying to overthrow elections and uh, destroy democracy. We don't live in a democracy. We live in a representative republic, but we'll call it democracy because that's the word that people understand. We're not trying to destroy it. We're trying to make it run efficiently and correctly. So, that being said, a sign that the end is near. The end times, the endo days. I always wanted to live to be 102. Maybe I'm not going to make it before the rapture. 
Of course, after the rapture, hopefully I'll live for eternity. But, but, I heard this today. There's this story that's been going viral, round and around and round that she goes. There is a gal, a woman, naughty fairy, at Naughty Princess on Twitter. And she's making the rounds because she is making bestiality videos on some pay fan site. Uh, at first I heard it was OnlyFans.com. But when I look in her bio here on Twitter, there's a lot of things I don't understand here. Okay, so you have to bear with me. Uh, it says 21F lit. Does that mean she's a 21 female litter? Because she thinks she's a dog. Here's the next thing. Tr trans canine. She is in transition to be a canine. Uh, she says she'll try to respond to your messages. Uh, she gives a link to her telegram. And I'm, I'm, I'm scared to click on this other link. Uh, but her, uh, if you, hey, hey, if this is your thing, have a hoot nanny at it. Her um, naughty princess website is fan view v u e dot com slash a naughty princess let me spell it all out for you because i know my ohio accent confuses y'all sometimes f a n v u e dot com slash a-k-n-o-t-t-y-p-r-i-n-c-e-s-s. Fanview.com slash a naughty princess. So, go through some of her tweets. When men say they don't eat pussy, ha ha, I don't need to, I have four dogs. Okay. I wear collars because one day I'll find someone who supports me and let me crawl them and maybe even walk me on a leash in the house. Hashtag pet play. Now, it, at least she's keeping this in her house. It says, and maybe, or, or pardon me, and even maybe walk me on a leash in the house. Okay, good. Keep it indoors and away from children. Uh, this, then she put up a, a uh, poll, excuse me. Uh, what should I do? I'll honor the vote. The choices were stick to humans or be a trans canine F-U-C-K. 
Uh, stick to humans won 53% to 46%. We will see if she sticks to that. There was one tweet that I saw that somebody put up where she said, dog semen in my coffee is the best creamer. I don't want to know how she gets the semen from the dog into the coffee, but all I'm saying is this is certainly a sign of the end of times. That's all, folks. Thanks for watching this panic attack with Big John. God bless you. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. Until next panic attack.